Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. 4689. It's good to be here. I just want to start out by saying thanks everybody for coming. 467. Your dad is 511. What happened? Uh, you know, I guess it's my mom's genetics. Uh, you know, I'm glad I didn't get stuck with the short side. Mallet under center this time. Play fake, rolling right, wants to throw, looking for Williams. Now into the end zone. The pass is complete. Touchdown, Arkansas. Joe Adams in the back of the end zone for 18 yards, and the Hogs are on top. Yeah, when I transferred um, from Michigan, the you know, the institution, and I feel like the state just embraced me and said, you know, we'll take you uh, and let you go to school here and let you play. And uh, I felt like just playing one year uh, in the system and then leaving wasn't very, it wasn't fair to my team, it wasn't fair to the fans. You know, and, and that's just ethically, that's how I was brought up. Mallet from the shotgun, looking toward the middle of the end zone. Now he's going to run at the five. Touchdown, Arkansas! You know, Ryan Mallet found an open field, Keith. Man, we're excited. Um, you know, last year we didn't make a ball, and this year we, we turned it around. Um, we we got to go win the game. Uh, that's what we're, you know, working to do, and that's what we start doing today is putting together a game plan to, to go get a win. Mallet's going to throw downfield, complete to Kobe at midfield. Breaks a tackle. Hamilton's at the 40, the 30, the 20. Kobe at the 10 to the 5. Touchdown, Arkansas! Wow! Touchdown, Arkansas on the final play of the half. Unbelievable! 80 yards and a touchdown! And who said six seconds didn't count? You know, they're not cheering for me. They're cheering for the guys out there with the Razorback uniforms on. And, you know, I've said in the past, we got the greatest fans in the nation. You can see that every Saturday when you come into to Reno Stadium or if you go down to War Memorial, you'll see where the best fans in America are. And, and I feel like they're here. Mallet's in the shotgun. Ryan gets the snap, wants to throw. He's looking deep. He's got Joe! Touchdown, Arkansas! Adams at the goal line holds it in and on fourth and three the hogs hit him for 39 live from the hogs meat market studios this is out of bounds with john neighbors every time you put a mic in my face i'm gonna say arkansas and joe franklin we won't go in the shell we won't go in attack mode because that's what's required on 1037 the buzz One hour down, two hours to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been a wide-open Wednesday, which has been, of course, uh, heavily discussed of the passing of Ryan Mallett, former Razorback great, the age of 35. And we've gotten a lot of text messages, and I know some calls and everything, too, is dealing with the, the honor of uh, and privilege that people had of watching him play football, but also from those who knew him best. And uh, Roger Green, his, one of his teammates from back in the uh, days of 20, 2009 to 2010, he'll be joining us in about an hour and give us his thoughts and opinions on uh, what Ryan meant to him and meant to the team and, and everything. But a lot of great tributes. I know this, the morning show, Morning Mayhem, had a lot of people that uh, was calling in on the show, but also joined the show, some guests, and uh, being able to honor him. In fact, I just saw that Alyssa Orange tweeted out a picture saying that uh, there's been a bunch of fans who have actually left flowers outside of Gate 14 of Razorback Stadium where Ryan Mallett, uh, in, in honor of Ryan Mallett. So that's a really cool gesture, too. So it just meant a lot to, to a lot of people and to a lot of Razorback fans and a lot of people here in the state of Arkansas. And I know we'll have some more uh, of your phone calls and, and messages and talking about those stories and some of the honors that, that went along with it, too. But... Uh, we are going to switch gears here for just a little bit because we know with basketball there's been some news coming out with Arkansas and the SEC-ACC Challenge as well as some players are getting added and maybe some players that uh, may be changing a little bit on the current roster itself. And uh, we're going to discuss that for a few minutes as we go to the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. And welcome in Curtis Wilkerson of Hogsports.com. And Curtis, it's been a while, man, but we uh, appreciate you joining us this afternoon. How you doing? Hey, man, I'm doing really good. Happy to be on with you guys again. Yeah, it's good to have you. And I know you're a guy that uh, is very familiar with uh, the Razorbacks uh, sports and, and, and the side of things. I know you mainly focus on basketball. But uh, before we get into that, uh, I just wanted uh, your take. We've, you know, we've been doing everything that we can to honor Ryan Mallett and learning of his passing yesterday. Just maybe what's some things that uh, you remember about Ryan and about his time at Arkansas and just maybe the impact that you've seen around the state after the news of his tragic passing happened just yesterday. 
Yeah, just you know, it's, it's such devastating news, and you know, me and me and Ryan Mallard are the same age, and uh, you know, to see a, a wife lost that young, it's it's just so tragic, and and, and you hate it. Um, you know, I was thinking this morning, you know, hey, what's my favorite Ryan Mallett memory? You know, I thought I kind of had it narrowed down, but then I, you know, I tuned into the show and you guys came on, and you know, every clip you played, every example you give it, I'm like, oh man, I remember that. That was great. And I think it just goes to show you, you know, the impact he made and just how how much of a unique talent he was. One of the best to ever do it, uh, you know, in a Razorback uniform and, and left his mark well beyond the football field, you know, with the, the lives that he's touched. And, uh, you know, just, just send out thoughts and, and prayers, you know, to the family and, and his loved ones. Uh, just a, a special, special guy and, and a devastating tragedy. But I, I think, you know, you guys and you know, everyone across the state just done a magnificent job of, of, you know, kind of offering tribute to him during this time. And, uh, a sad deal, but also a time where we can, you know, kind of celebrate and a lot of really good memories that he was able to bring. Yeah, it was it was it's something that I know people are going to remember for a long time. And, uh, you know, with all the highlights that we played, that's just what he did on the field. But off the field, too, uh, he was a pretty special person that way as well. But, uh, but yeah, there, we'll, we'll continue to talk about that. But, Curtis, I know uh, having you and talking a little bit about basketball, man, uh, there's been some things that's happened and transpired just over the past week dealing with the Razorback basketball program. And the big news, at least they're coming out today, which was pretty nice because I know Razorback fans needed some good news, was the announcement of the SEC-ACC Challenge, the, the very first one. When this was getting announced and I started seeing leaks coming out, uh, I started seeing teams get eliminated uh, one by one by one by one. I'm like, okay, well, Arkansas hasn't been mentioned and Duke hasn't been mentioned. Maybe this will actually happen, but I was like, no, there's no way. And then lo and behold, Arkansas and Duke are playing each other in Bud Walton Arena this upcoming basketball season. You couldn't have a better matchup, a more interesting matchup, and to have it at home. Uh, I mean, they—I don't know how they lucked into it, but man, this is going to be a great game coming up this basketball season. Oh man, this is incredible! I mean, shout out to John Rothstein for the way he was just—you know—sourcing out those individual games <laughs> one by one every couple minutes. Uh, yeah, and you're right. You know, the further along you got, you're kind of narrowing everything down. You're thinking, no way, this is actually going to happen. You know, I was kind of wondering who Arkansas was going to draw. Um, you know, I, was, I was trying to get somebody over there to tell me in advance maybe what was going on. And they weren't going to do it. I understand that. But I, I kind of had a hunch that, that maybe Arkansas was going to be hosting. Um, you know, I, I know with that battle for Atlantis, North Carolina's there. So I thought, well, that's, that's probably off the table. And I just thought, no way they're going to send Duke to Bud Walton Arena, right? But as soon as I saw Miami matched up with Kentucky, I knew there was a chance. You know, as soon as that Duke-Kentucky matchup was off the table, you're thinking, oh, maybe this could happen, and, and lo and behold, it did. Just, I mean, what an incredible game. It, I love this this ACC SEC challenge. I love the SEC Big 12 challenge, but I like that this is early in the year uh, to really help that non-conference schedule early on. Uh, you know, teams don't do this very often. I mean, you don't see a Duke travel and, and play a true road game, and so that's what I, I think that this, you know, kind of challenge uh, where they do this and alternate every year, I mean, I think it's just fantastic for that because you want to see marquee matchups like this in Bud Walton Arena. I think it's probably the, the biggest game, uh, especially non-conference, I guess, you know, in, in the Muscleman era in Bud Walton Arena. It's going to be incredible. There's probably fans already lined up outside. You know, Duke's going to be really, really good. Good team last year. They got a lot of guys coming back. They enrolled four or five-star players. Uh, so it could very well be a top ten matchup there early in the season. It's going to be electric. I'm really, really excited about it. Both these teams with Arkansas and Duke have been at the top as far as recruiting classes here in the last couple of years. But also, it's a nice tie-in to the national championship game, which in the next calendar year it'll be 30 years, the, uh, the anniversary date of these two teams playing for the national championship. That's the other great part about it, you know, is. As big as Eric Musselman is on just branding and marketing program, uh, you've got to think that they're going to wind up having something special planned to, to honor that 1994 championship. I don't know if they'll you know, get some of the coaches and, and players maybe back in for that. I'm sure they'll have some video presentations and stuff, but you know they're going to do something. Uh, and it just adds to the excitement. You know, there's some nostalgic value to it, uh, you know, going back to that. And obviously Musselman's got some uh, – a little bit of skin in the game as well in this in this Duke series. They only played four times, but you know, obviously Arkansas got the best of them in '94. But we were all out in San Francisco, and I uh, thought maybe Coach Musk could uh, could end Coach K's career there in the Elite Eight at San Francisco. But the Hogs fell a little bit short in that one, so an opportunity to avenge that. But 
Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting for a, a series that's only had four games. There's a lot of uh, a lot of tradition there. Um, you know, a lot of really good memories on both sides. It's just going to be a fantastic event. Yeah, you, you mentioned uh, the fact that it's all going to be great, but it's also kind of interesting the dates. You know, you're talking about on a Wednesday uh, after yeah. Arkansas gets done with the Atlantis tournament. And it's it's at eight fifteen at night. You know we've been used to the SEC Big Twelve Challenge, where it cuts in the middle of conference season, and then you have a game on Saturday. That's not the case. So what'd you make of the the dates and then the the day uh, the day the time and all of that compared to what it's been in these previous challenges? It's really interesting. I, you know, I think one of the reasons why I like the, the format here of the SEC ACC Challenge uh, is, is you get almost every team involved. You know, with the, with the Big Ten, it's tough when you had fourteen SEC teams, but now. Uh, you know, you got 14 in the SEC, and I, I think what it was at Louisville was the only ACC team left out. But pretty much everybody's involved, um, and so I mean, I guess you could do it on a Saturday, but you're going to have games overlapping and things like that. Uh, but they're really maximizing the revenue and, and the TV exposure there by breaking this up over two days. Um, you know, I, I think it's fair to say that Arkansas and Duke is probably the headliner, or, or at least one of the very top ones this event. Uh, you know, and to have them with that 8:15 tip in Bud Walton Arena, even though it's a midweek, um, I think it's going to be awesome. I, I, I really, really like the way that they've done it. And uh, cool that they have the women involved as well. Uh, so, I, you know, it's just going to be just a great event, man. I'm, I'm excited about it. And, you know, I'd, I'd hope to watch all the other games as well when Arkansas is not playing. It's going to be a good one. Kurt, what are some of those other matchups that stand out to you with ACC-SEC Challenge? I like Miami and Kentucky. I mean, I think that's going to be a really fun one. Um, you know, it's interesting. Miami made it to the Final Four last year. <laughs> I think people people forget how good that team was, you know, under Jim Laranega. So um, I, I think that's going to be, a you know, just a really, really intriguing matchup uh, with obviously two very good teams. Uh, you know, like I said, I think Arkansas and Duke is probably your headliner there. Uh, but, you know, the ACC, I think that's cool about it, hasn't been – uh, maybe at the top of the conferences in the league like it has been, you know, over the course of the past years, but it's still a really deep league with some really good matchups in there. So, you know, just going down throughout the list here, uh, you know, maybe some other ones that really stand out to me. Uh, you know, Virginia Tech at Auburn, I think that could be a very good one. Tennessee at North Carolina, obviously, I should have mentioned that one at the top. Uh, two teams that are going to be really, really good again. A lot of tradition in those programs. Uh, you know, Clemson at Alabama. Clemson was a team that just missed the NCAA tournament. Alabama's kind of turned over that roster a little bit. But you know they're going to be really good as well. So, yeah, I mean, really up and down the board, uh, some really good matchups, whether it's, you know, teams that you project maybe be second weekend NCAA tournament teams pitted against each other, or maybe even teams that are going to be kind of on that bubble area where a game like this can really set your strength of schedule over the top. Speaking with Curtis Wilkerson of Hogsports.com here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. So, Curtis, now looking at the team itself, the roster looks to be finalized. They did get uh, a new transfer from Memphis just in the past week. They're out of scholarships, but there's always these things of, oh, somebody could end up not being here, maybe not ineligible, whatever it may be. Do you feel confident that this is going to be the final roster, or do you think that there's still going to be some some movement and some pieces around uh, what's going to be looking like the team in this upcoming season? Well, uh no, I'm not confident this is going to be the final roster. You know, I, I think the thing is, you know, what we've learned over the course of the last few months here is that uh, nowadays, man, portal season, the off season, it, it never really ends. Uh, I do think Arkansas is going to make another addition. I, I think that's going to happen here uh, sooner rather than later. You know, it's kind of a final round of reinforcements there. Um, and, and, you know, we'll see how things shake out with the rest of the roster. But, you know, I, I don't think it's done quite yet. You know, still kind of crossing T's and dotting the I's on some things. Uh, a little bit of movement, but I definitely think there's going to be at least one more, well, no more than one extra addition here coming really soon. Kurt, what did you think of the players that departed Arkansas through the NBA draft and where they happen to fall with Nick Smith Jr., Jordan Walsh, Anthony Black, and then, Ricky Council also signing on with the Sixers as an undrafted free agent. I think it's awesome. I mean, it seems like Orlando really loves Anthony Black. I think it's going to be a really good situation for him. Um, boy, you know, he just had such an incredible freshman year. I think he's a guy that can step in and make an impact right away. Sounds like he's really making some progress with that three-point jumper, which I think they could take his game to a completely another level. 
uh, you know, he's a guy who's going to succeed anyway because he impacts the game in so many other ways, but if he really adds that to his repertoire, uh, he's going to be a really good piece for an Orlando team. You don't think that much about the Magic anymore. They've got a really, really impressive young core, uh, so he can kind of be getting in on the ground level there, something pretty special. Uh, you know, Nick Smith to Charlotte, I love that. I think it's an opportunity for him to play uh, and play a significant role early on. You know, he's going to be a guy that's got such a chip on his shoulder. I know he's really grateful for the opportunity down there, so it's going to be really, really interesting to see how he gels uh, with some of those guys in the backcourt. And then, you know, obviously Brandon Miller, a guy who was an AAU teammate of his, so those guys are kind of reconnecting there. So I think that's going to be a good thing. And, and listen, I really like the fit with Jordan Walsh and the Celtics. You know, he needed a situation, I think, uh, you know, he can kind of learn from some guys, develop a little bit, maybe serve in a specific role for him. That would be as kind of a lockdown defender type, which is something he's ready to do right now uh, while that offensive game kind of develops for him. But they've got Jason Tatum, they've got Jalen Brown and guys like that uh, to score the basketball. And so he's a guy who's going to be able to kind of fit a role and grow in just a great organization. So, you know, I, I think those three guys that got drafted, <laughs> I, I mean, it seems like really, really good fits. Uh, you know, on the surface, we'll see how it works out. And then obviously, you'd like to see Ricky Kelsey get drafted. I think he's a guy who certainly could have. Uh, but hey, he's got that opportunity at Philly. He'll be at the summer weekend. He'll have an opportunity to work his way onto a roster uh, for a team that's going to be in the playoff and in contention. So, really excited to see, you know, kind of this next round of pro hogs and how they develop and grow with their new teams. But uh, yeah, you know, if, if I thought there was a bad fit or, you know, something tricky or roadblock, uh, for these guys, I'd say it, but I think they're all really getting into pretty good situations. You're going to make the trip to Vegas to go cover <laughs> some summer league? <laughs> oh, man, I wish. I, w- I would love to do that. You know, I've already got a vacation plan. We're going to the Rocky Mountains. We're going to be out in Denver in that area uh, while that's going on. But I would love to get out there to the summer league. I bet that's an absolute blast. I'm going to be watching, though. Yeah, I mean, it's just you can't make two trips in Vegas in a year, man. You know, there's there's too many too That's many a good Vegas, point. yeah, too many Vegas trips uh, would be bad for you. But no, it should be exciting. And you know, you mentioned Walsh. I think he's the one to where you know, we 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 didn't see much of Nick Smith because of the injury. We know what we got with Anthony Black. We got to see a lot of him and Jordan Walsh. We we saw a lot of him, but it was slowly but surely he formed more of a role as the year went on. And to see him going into the Celtics and, and knowing that the type of team, the type of organization, I guess it just makes me wonder, is like, what is he going to end up being? Like, what kind of – I can't really see what type of player he's going to end up being. Where is he just going to be a, a, a defensive lockdown player? Could he develop into a, a great offensive player too? I think he's the one where I don't know really what direction he's going to go, but it seems like he has a lot of different directions he could end up going when it comes to what type of player he ends up being in the league. Yeah, 100%. You know, you're right. It was an up-and-down freshman year for Walsh. We all knew uh, just how talented he was, the potential that he had. He showed flashes of that. And then, you know, once Arkansas got to the postseason, especially the NCAA tournament, I mean, he was kind of an X factor for the run that they were able to make uh, in getting to the Sweet 16. So, uh, you know, with Jordan, you know, some things have never been in question. You know, he's talented. You know, he's super athletic. He's got a great wingspan. You know, he's switchable. Uh, lockdown defender that can guard multiple positions, you know, his feeling is going to be dictated by how his offensive game progresses. And really for him, um, he's got a lot of high upside as a 3 and D type of wing. Uh, those guys are so coveted in the NBA nowadays. So he's just got to get the three-point part of that down. And listen, the entire year, if you watch Jordan Wall shoot it, uh, the shot looks good. The form is there. The rotation is there. Uh, you feel like there's a lot of potential in that jump shot. It just didn't fall down consistently. Sometimes he seems a little bit hesitant to take them. Uh, but, you know, working with Boston, he doesn't have to worry about classes now. It's all basketball. So uh, getting those reps up and he starts knocking those things down, I think he could really carve out a nice role for himself in the future. Which one of these guys has the highest ceiling? Ooh, that's a good question. He, I, I, would, I would probably have to go with Nick Smith. I mean, this is a guy who is the number one ranked player in the 2022 class. Uh, you know, at 24-7 sports, and obviously his freshman season didn't go the way that, that he wanted to or maybe that any of us wanted to if he was dealing with injuries um, in and out of the lineup. I mean, that's just a, uh, that's just a really tough situation to overcome. So um, I think he's a guy that's been a little bit undervalued, underrated, and has flown under the radar. You know, so to get him at pick number 27, um, I understand why he slid to where he did. I think there's a ton of value. I think he's the guy that could really wind up being the feel of a draft. This time a year ago, you know, a lot of people thought he might be the first college player off the board. That's how talented he is. So if he's healthy, uh, you know, and really hits his stride, and again, I think he's in a position 
where he's going to get a lot of playing time and opportunity there early, um, he could be a guy that I think could really wind up being a star caliber player uh, in the NBA. Obviously, Anthony Black, anytime you go in the top uh, or the top six there, uh, you know, a one-and-done lottery pick, you've got, a, you've got a pretty high ceiling yourself there. So I don't want to sell him short at all, but I, I think Nick Smith could be a really special player. Before we let you get out of here, Curtis, just looking at this current roster, because Arkansas had three draft picks this past year, Next year, just a really early prediction, how many do they have? Is, is it just one? Because I think Brazil, most people feel confident about him, but uh, how many players do you think Arkansas could put in the NBA draft from this year's squad? Yes, it's going to be really interesting to see that. You know, I, I, I do think Brazil uh, is going to be a guy who could wind up being a, you know, a first-round, maybe even a lottery-type talent. He was on that trajectory before he got injured. He's ahead of schedule. I, I think he's pretty much a lock to get drafted, as, you know, as long as knock on wood, he stays healthy. Um, after that, it's going to be really interesting to see. You know, I think Tremont Mark, the, the transfer out of Houston, um, he's a guy that I've seen pop up on a few big boards for that 2024 draft. Uh, he's got the size and the length. If he can put some things together, maybe get a little more consistent with that outside shot, uh, he's a guy that I could see drafted. You know, we'll see what comes with Debo, maybe another year uh, improving that three-point jumper like he did, kind of doubling down on that. You never know. And then I think you got to keep an eye on some of these other transfers who – uh, maybe put up really big numbers like a Caleb Battle at Temple. Uh, if that translates over to the SEC, well, people are going to be enamored with his shot creation, his playmaking ability. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, I think Brazil is a lot. You know, maybe you can get a couple more in there, depending on the type of season these guys have as, as transfers. Well, Curtis, as always, man, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, good to have you on the show, talk a little basketball, but enjoy the summertime and enjoy your, your vacation, man. And we appreciate it, and we look forward to catching up with you later down the road. Absolutely. That sounds good. You guys have a good one. All right. Appreciate it. Again, Curtis Wilkerson of HawkSports.com joining us on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. It's a wide open Wednesday here on Out of Bounds. We'll continue to honor Ryan Mallett, play some more highlights, some clips from him, and get to your phone calls and text messages. If you want in on it, 501-661-1037 is that number. We'll get to that and a lot more next on Out of Bounds. Our care is a system of medical providers dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. Our care so you can live your story. This is SportsCenter. Difficult day for Arkansas football yesterday as former Razorback quarterback and Whitehall High School head football coach Ryan Mallett passed away in Destin, Florida. Mallett died in an apparent drowning incident yesterday once again off the coast of Destin. He played one year for Michigan before transferring to Arkansas. He threw for 7,493 yards in two seasons with the Razorbacks. He is the second all-time leading passer. He also holds the record for single-season passing yards and passing touchdowns in Arkansas football history. He spent some time in the NFL before coming back to coaching. Once again, Ryan Mallett has passed away at the age of 35. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Sometimes you just gotta have some wings. And with buffalo, barbecue, teriyaki, Cajun buffalo, lemon honey, garlic parmesan, mango habanero, lemon pepper, pineapple habanero, honey hot, and Brewskies Reaper, you know where to find them. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. It's Whiskey Wednesdays at Brewskies and Poker Night. Two games nightly, first game at 7 p.m., cash prizes and whiskey specials all day. Whiskey Wednesday and Poker Night, Wednesday at Brewskies. Honey, look, I just used AI to create this painting. That's great, but it can't go car shopping for us. Let's try it. Best deals on cars near me. The best deals near you are at Quaddy Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock. What's it doing? Oh, no. Must terminate COVID era loans and leases. And don't wait for AI to go haywire, because it's already here. This month, Watney Buick GMC is terminating loans and leases made during the COVID era and resetting their pricing with rebates, dealer discounts, and trade assistance. Call 501-945-4444 or see GuatneyBuickGMC.com. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. GMC. We are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Get to Guadney Buick and your current loan or lease will be terminated, terminated, terminated. Guadney for Buick, Guadney for GMC, Guadney for life. Look. 
I get it. We all receive a lot of messages and calls. But when you're driving, they can wait. Slow down, phone down. Work zone crashes have increased by 70% in Arkansas over the last four years. Law enforcement officers are patrolling work zones with zero tolerance for speeding or distracted drivers. When you enter a work zone, remember, slow down, phone down. It's the law. A message from the Arkansas Department of Transportation and the Arkansas Highway Safety Office. Tune in every Friday morning to hear Danny West from Hogsports.com on Morning Mayhem. Brought to you by HJ Trailer Sales. They've got truck beds and utility trailers for every type of job and a service facility for maintenance and repair. Local folks with great products, visit them online at HJTrailerSales.com or in person at 808 Albert Pike in Hot Springs. A great deal on select Kubota equipment, the number one rated tractor brand for durability and owner experience in the U.S. The versatile lineup features performance match attachments to help you make the most of your land. Right now at participating dealers, get a Kubota compact tractor for zero down, 0% APR for 84 months. Now through June 30th. See them or go to KubotaUSA.com slash offers for full disclaimer. Visit your leading Kubota dealers today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around central Arkansas to better serve you. River Valley Tractor. Every day, we do one thing, and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago, and ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. How's my protege? Jeremy. Yeah. He... J-Bone. J-Bone is, believe it or not, he's getting married. What? <laughs> what an idiot. Oh, what a loser! Good, good. More for me and you. On 103.7 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has the best deals in the market, been doing it 60 plus years. Give them a call, 501-982-2102. Great deals to take advantage of at Guadney Chevrolet. Get $2,000 off in stock 2023 Equinox. Up to $7,500 off new Silverados, and that's when... You trade in a 2009 or newer. 5.9 is available for 72 months on Silverados. That's when financing with GM and a well-qualified buyer. Everything new is low as 6.99% through GM Financial. Pre-owns, they're good enough for mom. So make the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, guadneychevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise the vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney is always actively buying vehicles, so you get a great deal on the vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuadneyChevrolet.com. Get a deal started before making the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville on GuadneyChevrolet.com. And also, if you need to schedule a service, they have convenient service hours throughout the week. Also, Saturday, 7 a.m. until noon, in case you can't make it throughout the week. It's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer, Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. What an opening play for Arkansas. That's a gain of 31. Now out of the spread, here's Mallet back for the second time. He's got a man wide open. It's Ronnie Wigno, number 20. Scoots in and for the touchdown, Arkansas. Had to play it one more time as we are honoring Ryan Mallet and his memory as he uh, tragically passed yesterday at the age of 35 and uh, we've had uh, a lot of people that have called in and texted in, and so keep those coming, folks, and talking about your favorite memories and moments of Ryan Mallet. 1-5. I'd like to call him at 501-661-1037. In fact, on our Asher Record Live Fan Feedback, this comes from Trip. He said, or uh, from Jacob. He says, I've listened all day today and love hearing the stories and remembering. Unbelievable that celebrating Mallet's life is the subject today, and it's uh, it's just sad that that was the case. He was truly a great time to be a Hog fan. And uh, he's like, I've never been more confident on 3rd and 20 or 4th and 10 than I was with Mallet. Uh, RIP and 15. Yeah, that's that's the case. Is you just He had that element to his game where you never really knew 
what to expect where he could just you know throw it right over here to Nile Davis out of the flat and get the first down there. But if you were secondary, you had to play back because you knew that all it would take is one of those wide receivers getting a step on him, and he, he was going to throw it all the way down the field. So he had the big playmaking ability that not many quarterbacks have. Comment through YouTube. Buzzman says, RFP Coach Mallet, you will definitely be missed by many. Yeah, and something that uh, you got to remember too, Coach. He was a coach, Coach of Whitehall, and uh, he's been coaching in his family too and was doing what he loved to do. So, yeah, that's uh, that's another element to his his entire life that, you know, you got to remember and got got to honor with too. We had some comments from Ryan Mallet about his first NFL start and Getting the ball rolling there. He spent several years on the Patriots roster before making it to the Texans and getting that first start. He also had some comments about his first touchdown, which happened to be to an unexpected <laughs> receiver. Oh, my gosh. I, I never would have thought my first touchdown pass would be to a defensive lineman. But, hey, he's a pretty good, good player. And that's J.J. Watt, who's one of the best defensive linemen to ever play the game. But Ryan Mallett's first touchdown goes to J.J. Watt. Yeah, and J.J. Watt uh, had a nice little tribute to him and uh, paid homage and even had Pat McAfee doing the same thing. Uh, Just so so many, so many players in the NFL. Guys that currently and some of them that aren't in the NFL uh, all having memories of him and and being around him too. So not a bad word that I've seen said about him during his time, and especially in the NFL and especially when he was around his teammates because that's the one thing. I feel like can't be stated enough is the selflessness that he had as a teammate. He was always about his team. If you talk to any of his teammates, they always loved him. They always respected him. And of course, a lot of that comes with his ability and uh, what he was able to do on the field. But you know, chemistry and building a bond like that's very important. And uh, for for all of his teammates, whether it's in college or in the pros and different teams in the pros, all of them spoke very highly of. Not only him as a player, but his as a human being, too. And I think that speaks a lot. Pat McAfee's comments, they were uh, pretty spot on also, where he said that he had the opportunity to have a few beers with Ryan Mallett. And he said he was always just welcoming and really nice and just somebody who was cool to hang out with. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was. And, uh, you know, seeing him at uh, at the U of A up in Fayetteville was always kind of a treat, too, because you see... Uh, that was really before, I wouldn't say before, it was like right when social media was becoming, like with Twitter and all that, like right in that age where it really started taking off. And so uh, really the only times that uh, you could see uh, a player like that is if you had a class with him. I only had two classes with him, and he was about exactly what you would expect in those classrooms and then uh, hanging around with other people too that he was, you know, if you went out and talked to some fans at an event. Like it was, it was the same. Like he didn't change, he didn't put on this face. Obviously... You know, he he would talk about things a little bit more professionally, too, in those press conferences and whatnot. But uh, just being a, a college kid, he, he he walked around with this presence to him that people gravitated towards. And, you know, it was uh, something that he owned, but also was very nice to everybody. Like, always talked to everybody, never, you know, blew anybody off, acted like he was better than anybody. He's, no matter who it was, he, he'd just always uh, sit there and help out and talk to him and be social. Just He's a social guy. The he's pick a- that Pat McAfee posted also it was Pat McAfee, Ryan Mallett, and John Daly. What a crew <laughs> to, to hang out with. Oh, man, I don't know if I could hang out with those uh, guys because that would be a party like no other. And that's, uh, yeah, shows how good of a time that they all were and all hanging out together uh, well, um, many times, I'm sure. And I know John Daly and... Uh, Brian Mallett actually on that Gruden camp that we played a clip from. Uh, John Daly came in and hung out with him there too. Because there's a connection where he and John Gruden are good friends. Oh yeah, so imagine partying with that group too. Just imagine a party anytime with uh, Ryan Mallett and John Daly and somebody else and it'll be probably be a pretty good time and probably the life of the party there too. Also, speaking of teammates, uh, there's one of the best receivers in the NFL right now who happens to be a free agent and Ryan Mallett threw a few touchdowns to him also. Here's the snap to Ryan. Steps to his right. Looking right side of the end zone. Caught. Touchdown, DeAndre Hopkins. Eight-yard TD pass to Hopkins. His second touchdown catch of the day. The new sheriff in town, and his name is Ryan Mallett. How about that? How about that? And after playing with the Texans, of course, he played with the Ravens. So he, um, he had some moments with the Texans, moved on to the Ravens, and he was really thankful for the opportunity to 
get another chance and be on another NFL roster. I want to thank the Ravens organization for, for bringing me in and giving me a shot, giving me a workout, and, and Coach Harbaugh. And, I mean, just being here is it's, it's I can't I don't even know what to say right now. It's it's, a, it's an emotional time, but it's it's fun. And so we saw and heard several comments throughout the NFL community and them having moments with Ryan Mallett and just how um, how he touched a lot of people. Oh yeah, yeah, and he. Had uh, I guess was it did he start seven games in the NFL? Is I think that's how many he ended up total as a starter, and you know he bounced around in the Texans. I think is probably where he was known more so for for the his time there, and uh, him actually getting to play uh, was it, I guess Bill O'Brien was the coach at the time of the Texans. If I'm putting it all together, but yeah he he was a guy that uh, had opportunities and would find ways to be a starter, but if not he was a backup, a very capable backup that would come in as well. So Bill Belichick had comments about him and the tie-in with. Bill O'Brien is, uh, he may have spent some time in that Patriots organization with him or are familiar because of that. So he goes to the Texans as a head coach, and Ryan Mallett is available. And it all connects. It all connects. Let's go to the phone lines as Jared's in Russellville. What's up, Jared? Hey, guys. I just wanted to honor uh, the life, the great life of Ryan Mallett. Let you know that, you know, life is so short, and you can't, you can't take any day for granted. And, um, I'm thankful that I got the opportunity to watch you play this great game of football. I tell you, the first, very first time, uh, it really just popped out to me. I believe we were on the road at Georgia, and he was throwing that steam, that steam route, that uh, the out route to to uh, DJ or or to Greg Childs at the sideline in between the safety and the corner. And I was like, man, this guy is something else. And uh, and he, we went down and won that game, and and with the, that last second drive and. It was just, I just from then, then on, I knew that we had somebody that was really special, and he just, his, because a human being, he was special too. And so I just, I just hated for the Razorback Nation. Um, I just wanted to honor him and uh, thank, thank the Lord that he's in his hands now. And I hope you all have a blessed day. God bless. Appreciate it, Jared. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, that was a great memory. The Child's Please play there in uh, Athens, Georgia, and I actually take it back where. I know he played a game, I think it was Missouri State, was his first game as a starter at Arkansas, but even the game in Fayetteville against Georgia, ironically enough, Arkansas lost that game, but it was a high-scoring game. And if you go back and check out those highlights of the 2009 Georgia game, Arkansas and Ryan Mallett threw three touchdown passes in the first quarter. In the first quarter of that game against Georgia. Now, that's impressive within itself, but if you just think about the time of that, though, Arkansas had not had a quarterback throw three touchdowns in a game often or ever at all over a close to 10-year span, almost a decade. Hadn't really had that elite passing game or that elite threat of a passing game. And in that game against Georgia, as soon as Mallett comes in, they threw three touchdown passes. When I'm saying touchdown passes, I'm talking about bombs. I'm talking about 30-plus yards. Did it three times in the first quarter. I, I was watching the game as, as a as a college kid, and I was just floored. I was like, are you kidding me? I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that, you know, just seeing how electric it was so quickly and how it all played out so easily, it seemed like. They made it look so easy. I know it wasn't, but they made it look that way. Uh, those are the things that when you're just like, okay, this is next level. This is a whole new animal that we're dealing with when it comes to the play on the field as a quarterback. He, he was truly something special, and he had a lot of moments like that that proved it, too. The accuracy with that big arm, a lot of times you don't necessarily see the two mesh together, but Ryan Mallett had that where he had the big arm, but he had control of the big arm. He could put the ball wherever he wanted to, anytime he wanted to do it. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of uh, people that were envious of him and his uh, stature and his size and his arm strength, that's for sure. But we're going to continue to honor Ryan Mallett here on Out of Bounds. want to hear from you, 501-661-1037. More Wide Open Wednesday coming up next. This year, we considered hiring an ad agency to help us with our marketing. They pitched impressive visuals and a script that was inspiring. And exotic animal mascots to help grab your attention. In the end, we just decided to tell it to you straight. J.D. Power ranked Shelter Insurance number one in customer satisfaction among auto insurers in the central region and number one in price. See Candace Alford in Gravel Ridge, Brian Cress in North Little Rock, or Michelle Herring in Whitehall. 
It's the Ranger and Mercury Firecracker Blowout Sale. Going on now at all six Bradford Marina Day TV statewide locations. Check out the Regency 230 LE3 Sport with 250 Mercury Verado and get up to $10,000 in savings. Or try the Ranger 520R with Mercury 250 Pro XS and up to $5,000 inflation discount. And a free cover on the spot financing. Buy today, play today. Available now up to July 4th at all six Bradford Marina Day TV statewide locations. Your authorized Ranger dealer. Watney Chevrolet has redeployed. Deal Team 6. These guys didn't retire. They reloaded and declared it Truck Month without GM's blessing. Bite the bullet and get up to 7500 off select Silverados in stock with eligible trade. Trading a 2009 or newer? Stack the rebate. As high as 4250 on 2023 Silverado. Upgrade your family's personnel carrier to a 2023 Equinox with 2000 off in-stock units. Why shop a mine? field of questionable used cars. Browse a huge selection of pristine pre-owned with Guadney's Deal Team 6 today. Guadney Chevrolet, the top gun of Arkansas's Chevy dealers. Coming from Little Rock? Avoid any traffic or construction by taking the Main Street exit in Jacksonville. Right on Main, then left on Bailey. To our front door, 1301 TP White Drive. Call 501-982-2102. GuadneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offered with proof credit. See dealer for details. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 449 8811. That's 1 800 449 8811. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1 800 449 8811. That's 1 800 449 8811. Select Quote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. DQ presents... Picture this. You're getting together with all your best friends. Now picture all your best friends are actually the delicious ingredients of the new cake batter cookie dough blizzard. That's DQ soft serve, cake batter flavor, confetti cookie dough pieces, and DQ signature sprinkles. Oh, hey, it sounds like you got some pretty sweet friends. And that's worth queuing the confetti. Cookie dough! <laughs> the flavor party isn't going to last forever, so hurry in and get your cake batter fixed today. Only a DQ. Happy tastes good. Here's how we long for Skechers hands-free slip-in footwear. The world has gone hands-free. However, if you want to put on a pair of sneakers, you still need to bend down and help your feet in. Until now. Introducing Skechers hands-free slip-in footwear. You don't need to reach down to help your heel in. You just step into them and off you go. So what's the secret? Well, there's a special smooth comfort pillow in the heel that helps your foot slide into place. And they stay on just like a pair of laced-up sneakers. Get hands-free slip-ins at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar's head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. I'm going to stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. Go Hogs! On 1037 The Buzz. Out of bounds here on a wide open Wednesday. Appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon. I got to tell you folks about Guadney Chevrolet and the great deals that they have going on right now with Deal Team 6. Up to $7,500 off on Silverados in stock right now with trade-in of vehicles of 2009 or newer, as well as $2,000 off in-stake 2023 Equinoxes. So you got two great vehicles where you're getting huge, huge amounts of money off, plus... Talking about rates on everything new in stock. That's right, new in stock, as low as 6.99%. 
So they got the deals going on in Guadney Chevrolet. And maybe you don't want something new. Maybe you want something a little bit different. Don't you worry. They got pre-owned vehicles that are good enough for mom, which means that if they're good enough for your mother, if you put their, your mother in a vehicle like that, you know you would drive it too. So the creme de la creme of pre-owned vehicles there at Guatney Chevrolet, and they got plenty of inventory. So check them out. They're very easily accessible right there off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville at 1301 TP White Drive. You can see the inventory there that they have in stock, and you can also shop them online at GuadneyChevrolet.com to check out the inventory that way. No matter what it is, if you can't figure out a way to find out what Guadney Chevrolet's got going on, that's a you problem. So head over there right now. They're in Jacksonville, Guadney Chevrolet, and GuadneyChevrolet.com. Again, it's a wide-open Wednesday. Been honoring the memory of Ryan Mallett, former Razorback, as he tragically passed yesterday. We'll have Roger Green, a former Razorback running back, teammate of Ryan Mallett, and also... A uh, guy that grew up here in the central Arkansas area. So we'll talk to him about his memories of Ryan and uh, what it all meant to him and what it was like playing with him and maybe get into some stories that uh, we haven't heard as far as him as a former teammate and uh, dive into that too. But we have some people that have been texting in and the Asher Record Life fan feedback, but also uh, calling in too. So let's keep that moving with uh, Jake, who's in Cabot. What's up, Jake? Hey, good afternoon, guys. How's it going? It's going good, man. Good. Uh, sorry, man. I'm up. I'm up here closing my doors and can't see. So sorry for the background. I'm done now. Um, there is a video because I have seen it with my own eyes of Ryan Mallett in a practice, and I think it was at Arkansas, not Michigan. And he's backed up. He's got a helmet on, t-shirt and shorts, and he is backed up in our own territory, deep in our own territory. Takes a five-step drop, and his heels are on the goal line. He hits a receiver on the opposite 10-yard line in stride, 90 yards in the air. I've seen it with my own eyes. Someone has this video out there. I don't know where to find it. But I promise you, I have seen it. It's real. That dude has the strongest arm I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, he had a an ability to just, with the flick of his wrist, uh, just make the ball yeah. go further than I think most of us probably could at full strength with putting our entire heave-ho behind it. Uh, it's just such a quick release, too, for his size as well. Yeah, and I'll say this also, man. Um, yeah, I, I was lucky enough to meet Ryan one time, and I I had on a Matt, old Matt Jones jersey at the game, and he autographed my Matt Jones jersey. <laughs> Which uh, was, you know, kind of a cool thing now if you think about it. But I mean, it's it's the only jersey I had, and I wore it that day. And it was, you know, the number nine Jones. And, uh, but but Ron Mallon autographed it for me, and I thought, and he wrote number fifteen real big underneath it. So I thought that was pretty cool too, man. It, it, it's just sad that we lost such a great guy so young. But uh, I it, I do want to say that video was out there of him throwing that ball ninety yards in the air and hitting that guy in stride. So I, I don't know where to find it, but I have seen it with my own eyes. So there you go. Anyway, he's going to be missed, man. He was a great Razorback. You guys got to have a great day and go Hogs. Yeah, appreciate it, Jake. Take care, Jake. Thanks for calling in, man. Uh, yeah, he had the he had the arm strength to, to go with it, and that's what got brought up every time that uh, he was even mentioned. And in fact, uh, you know, thinking about uh, a six foot seven quarterback that uh, had that arm strength, but also with the quick release to go with it. That's why he was one of the best players coming out of high school out of Texarkana. Uh, I think he was the number four overall player in the country. And if I'm not mistaken, I think he was the number two quarterback behind uh, Jimmy Clausen at the time, coming out of high school at least. So, uh, they, But they were pretty neck and neck there. And I think about that crop just during that time. Not saying it was just uh, you know, rhyme out, but think about... You know Cam Newton. Think about Tim Tebow. Uh, think about uh, Aaron Murray uh, over there at uh, at Georgia. Like there was a lot of great teams with some really good quarterbacks during that crop, especially in the SEC. And Ryan was as good, if not better, than most of them. So uh, for him to have that and to, to be that type of player, it was huge. Let's go uh, back to the phone lines. Chuck is in Bryant. What's up, Chuck? What's up, y'all? What's up, man? Up, I think what saddened me most about the loss of Ryan Mallett was what the next 
part of his life was going to look like. Um, I'd always heard that not only was he very gifted throwing the ball, but he was also like a, a film nerd. Like he was like just, you know, pour into what the defense was going to give him of an upcoming opponent. He was he was truly a uh, um, a studier of the game. And, and, and like we discussed earlier, you know, he, he's got some coaching in his family. He was getting into coaching. Um, I just I just believe that he was one of those kind of guys that within the next 10 to 15 years would have found himself coaching in either major college or possibly the NFL. Um, and I just, I just think that, you know, his, his talents didn't work out probably the way he wanted them to in the NFL as a player. But I, I just something tells me that given the opportunity, he would have been he would have become a household name as a coach if he had uh, if he was if he was so alive. I, I believe it. He had that mindset, and it ran in his family. So it wouldn't have surprised me at all, Chuck. That's for sure. Yeah, but I be I had it. We'll pick. All right, appreciate it, Chuck. Thanks for calling in. Uh, before we take a uh, top of the hour updates, let's squeeze Tina and Lone Oak, who's on the line. What's up, Tina? Hey, I'm just thinking of him as a high school coach. I'm a high school teacher. And the impact he would have had on those players at Whitehall is tremendous because everybody remembers who their high school coach was. I lost mine this year in Coach Jody Musgrove, and then we just lost Coach Ronnie Carter. So the impact that he had on those kids just for that one year will impact those students for a lifetime. So what he's taught, his legacy will live on through the minds of those kids that he had, uh, well, let me say children, students that he had at Whitehall High School. So that will be huge, and that will be his legacy that lives on with those kids. So he, I'm sure they are just in a state of awe today. So just thinking of those students that he's already impacted in just that one short year that he was with them. That was huge. That was well stated, Tina. Absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. That's, uh, again, one of the many different aspects of his life and the many different groups of people that he was able to have an impact on, and that's something that also definitely has to be remembered. We appreciate you calling in and letting us know because that is important. Yes. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you, Tina. Appreciate you calling in. Yeah, absolutely. Cannot forget that. Great calls and great memories of Ryan Mallett, and we will continue on to remember Ryan Mallett. On the other side of the break, Former Razorback Broderick Green, a teammate of Ryan, one of his running backs, and also a guy came in, coming from the same class as Ryan, will join us, and we'll get his thoughts and opinions on everything as well. You take a top-of-the-hour update, and we'll come back more out of bounds. Stay with us on the other side. Every day, we do one thing. And we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago. And ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. 